Welcome to the JB Show. Usually the best tracks for me are the ones that just come together like really naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I like I guess in that in that aspect, like the one with uh, Kutko, the Forever one, came together really quick because like how I do these projects is I basically handle like majority of the production work and then I send it to them and then they add elements or they just like add elements over what's there and then I implement it into like the mix. So I was really happy with that one because he sent me guitar and then I added drums and all the other stuff and it fit like really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of like how excited I was, I mean like everyone I worked with, I was super stoked about, but this guy's sleep dealer, he's out of, he's in Japan. Like that's where he's based right now. Um, but I could, that, that's when I was in Arizona making those tracks. I was working on like a small TV, like my grandparents let me borrow like their extra TV, like from one of like their rooms. Um, and I remember like hitting him up and he replied. I was like, Oh shit. Like I listen to this guy all the time. That's sick. Um, and then he sent me like this loop that he made and then I edited a bunch and then I made something really neat that I, that I liked that I sent to him and he was really amped about it. He's like, dude, this is sick. Like I'm, I'm mega amped about this. And I was just like insanely happy because like my June, like my sophomore year, like last year, all I did was listen to his music, like walking into class, like my year was kind of defined by like his stuff. Um, so that like moment was like really exciting and kind of empowering. And that's kind of what got me to kind of, start like part three i guess or at least consider like maybe doing a follow-up like continuing it i guess um yeah that that was really fun because that one came really naturally they they all kind of formed like pretty well like, obviously there were others that were a little more difficult to get finished but it wasn't it was actually really smooth compared to like what it could have been mm-hmm. um yeah dude i mean yeah forever is definitely one of my favorites the yeah melatonin the one with sleep dealer is definitely one of my favorites it's so hard to pick like they're all they're all so di- like I try to keep them similar like stylistically but they're so different as well you know so yeah it's, it's really hard to gauge and also like they're super different sounding from like part two like part two is like a little more cozy and like this one's a little more like atmospheric and kind of like spacey I guess yeah absolutely yeah, it's hard yeah it's hard to pick <laughs> <laughs> and, and something you said really interests me so the shortest project is one that turned out the best. Is that tend to be the case sometimes when you're working on stuff, like the ones that come together really quickly or the ones that turn out really well? Yeah. Like majority of the time. Cause like when I sit down, I mean, I guess you could think about it from like a creative standpoint too, that, you know, usually the longer you take to make something, the more you kind of overthink or the more hurdles you probably have to deal with given the fact that you'll be like more involved over a longer period of time, you know, yeah. so, like obviously like the quicker it comes, like the less obstacles usually you got to deal with. Um, but yeah, I've noticed that the ones that just like form quickly, like where I get sent something and then I add stuff and what I add just like fits seamlessly into that. And then I send it back and, you know, it just like the process is like pretty, pretty smooth, you know? Um, and like it all like it all really depends like on the track like who I'm like who I'm working with like like my mindset at the moment like whatever you know it's like really circumstantial but yeah, yeah majority of the time like if it if it comes together quickly or at least like maybe not quickly quickly is a good word because you know even though a track might like form like pretty pretty quickly I mean I spend a a lot of time on getting it done and making sure it's like it's good um it's like because I've had tracks where it was really like it came together really quickly and then I was like hmm like I was I was kind of thinking like maybe it was too like 
maybe I didn't put enough. And then I was like, nah, like it's good. So it all just really depends. But yeah, I mean, usually the fat, like, it's so hard to explain, you know, like, like, like an artist, like a painter, like if they I sit know. down and they, and then an idea comes to them and then it translates really, really efficiently. Like they can really efficiently translate what's in their head to what's on the paper or, you know, what's in the program. Um, I've noticed that usually translates to a pretty good result. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand. But th- there's that whole fact where y- you don't think it's done, but the other person on the other side wouldn't even know the difference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like for the mastering too, like I went back. It was, I feel so bad because the guy from Chill Cow, um, I just like spammed the absolute shit out of him. Like I was mastering and then I was like, okay, these are done. And I sent it to him and then I listened back and I was like, crap, I think I need to fix something. And then I was like, Hey dude, can I get some file replacements? He's like, yeah, sure. And I was like, okay, I'm going to send you like five. And then he's like, okay, cool. And then I was like, crap, I think I need to fix a couple more. <laughs> he <laughs> like, probably doesn't care, dude. Nah, like it's, it's like not even that. It's just the fact that I just went back so many times on really, really, really small things that like most people probably would have noticed. Like, for me, my biggest thing was when I mastered, like certain elements get boosted, like, you know, mastering kind of just like enhances the track, I guess. So like my drums in some tracks were just really loud compared to everything else when they were mastered. So then yeah. I had to go back to the original mix, turn the drums down, remix it so it still sounded good, go back to the master. You know, it's, that was a process. It was such a process. Yeah, no, I, I understand. That'll be, that'll be tricky, dude. Um, I, I get it to a point where I'm working on something and I, I don't think it's done, but probably it would have the same reaction whether or not I, I went back and did it. So, yeah. Yeah. It's more for like me, you know, like yeah. I want to be like completely satisfied or at least like know that I did as much as I could at that moment to make it as best sounding as I possibly could, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Same for your videos, like your editing, all that stuff. So um, going back into, I guess, like the start when you started, what what does your like process look like like what time of day like are you most creative and like what does your creative process really look like when you're when you're working on part three hmm. well when i first started making it it was i mean i was an az it was kind of i, I was really working later like well mm. i guess like afternoons were nice because when i was there yeah we were just in the house like spending time with them like not really going anywhere um so I would just like work from afternoon into evening but then I did notice there were a few times where when I got up pretty early and I just you know showered a breakfast you know had a whole day ahead of me and I sat down like my head was super super clear and I could really like make some music that I really enjoyed or at least it came it felt less like less against the grain like I could sit down and really translate pretty well um and it just felt better like I didn't feel as heavy like you know in the evenings like you get tired like you have all the crap from what happened in the day in your head like you know there's a lot more going on um but then again for me like I've been really trying to figure out like when is the best time for me to create and I've noticed like there isn't really like an optimal time it's like it's just random like sometimes I'll sit down at like 2 a.m like I'll be up super late and I'll like finish something really cool or there'll be times where it's like 8 a.m. and I'll make it's like really dependent but I've been trying to slowly like start working in the earlier morning hours just because I feel like for me personally like having getting the work done in the morning or at least like 
the work, you know, done in the morning. Kind of, it kind of feels good so that I kind of like take a break, have the rest yeah. of the day ahead of me, you know, go back to what I did earlier. Um, like there's always those memes on Instagram where like when you make that beat at 2 a.m. and you come back at the next day and you listen, you're just like, what the hell is I making? Like, you oh, know, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's re- really, really circumstantial. I, I've noticed. I still haven't figured out like my optimal, my optimal work time yet. Yeah, dude, I'm still figuring that out too because I have work from nine to five every day and then I'm trying to figure yeah. out like, okay, I'm not going to fucking get up early before work and edit because I feel like my brain yeah. is going to be like destroyed for work. Then at night, like I, I'll, I usually do an hour or two, but the weekends, dude, if I like pick out a morning and just sit down and just create, that's like the best mm-hmm. time for me as well. But wait, so kind of along this topic, you like know so much about like producing, like mastering music like mixing music do you spend time to like learn more tricks and new stuff or do you only really like just like fiddle fiddle around and try it out when you're experimenting on a project like there so like so i have to tell there's just one company that is like really big into like they have really good plugins like you know external audio software and stuff and they have like videos that my mentor showed me about like mastering like they have professional engineers that do that kind of stuff and they explain you know just just general concepts for mastering or mixing or, you know, production. Um, but I've noticed for me and just like in general, like when you, you know, there's, there's so many tutorials on YouTube and demo videos, how to do things, how, how to sound like marshmallow, you know, like, you know, those kind of things. And I feel like I, I've never really used like YouTube tutorials, like videos like that. Really? Just because I, I feel like, you kind of get like caught in like this limiting kind of feeling, you know, like you think, or at least when you start off, like you feel like there's only one way to do this or this is like the only right way. And I've noticed for me, like just, I mean, music, the nice thing about music is that the, it doesn't matter how you get there. It, it's the final result, like result that matters. Um, but obviously for me, like I want to make sure what I'm doing is, you know, like it, it's the best I can do. Like, although the listener might not, think about like hmm like did that kick hit has it hit as hard as the last one did, did it come through as much like like r- stuff like that um but it's like I've had so many people message me or ask like what kind of tutorial videos did you watch and I'm like I don't really watch any because I feel like it, it kind of gets me feeling like in my head about like hmm like am I doing this wrong yes like, you know like the whole the key I've noticed the key for me or like what got me to work as efficiently as I could is just finding out how I work you know like when people message me like questions regarding production or mixing and mastering I always tell them like you know there's recommendations of what you can do but there's no right or wrong you know it's the what yeah the right or wrong is what works best for you you know if you're if you're doing something that doesn't work for you that's probably not the right way but if there's something that you do that works really well for you specifically then that's the right way to go um but obviously you can take like you can take what people say as like a recommendation towards like you know you know that task but I think people get too caught up in like following like step-by-step directions from people and kind of like taking it as like the law of the land set in stone like this is the way type thing um when it's more just like figure it out and I've noticed like for my mastering too like this was the first time I really went super super in depth with my masters or at least tried to and I learned a bunch like about my software, about what works. Like since I did 50 different tracks, like just in one whole week, just like the entire day for an entire week. 
I, I learned like what worked given certain sounds, what didn't, you know, like what settings worked best given like, like weird things. Like I'm about to go really technical for a second, but there was like one song where like the snare was like really crispy and like really upfront and mastering, like when you're boosting audio, like obviously you're going to be raising the, the higher parts and you got to, you got to kind of cut them down a little bit so they don't distort, they don't go too far. And sometimes when the sound is like really big um, and you're mastering, it can cause like weird kind of like clicking kind of like distortion. And there's like different settings you can go into depending on what track you're working on or how the audio is mm -hmm. to make it sound better. So I noticed like, there's not really, like I used to have a mastering method that I would just use across the board on all tracks. And then the more I like, the more deep I got into it, the, the more I realized that I can get them all sounding like really similar, but obviously using different ways that made them sound as best as they could. So yeah, dude. <laughs> It's kind of just like a process. Yeah, no, dude, it's an absolute process. And I think what you're talking about, it's, it, it is almost like an art in a way, because if you think about if there's like a right or wrong way to do it, then you start comparing yourself to some of the best out there. And it's like, yeah. what makes them, the, the, what makes them the best is that they're like unique with their own sound and their own style yeah. of editing, their own style of um, like music or, or whatever it is. But yeah. I think a lot of people can fall in that trap where like, I just need to, I used to dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> I used to eat my head about now. that all the time. Yeah. What, what helped you get out of it? Out of curiosity. Dude, I had an epiphany one, one production session. I remember exactly what I thought I was, I was working and I was like, I was thinking about, I forgot who it was, like what artist. So I was like, hmm, I was like, what is this? What like, would he do this? And then I was like, wait a minute. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter if he would do this. Like it doesn't matter if I would do it. Like, I'm at the point now where like I'm defining my sound, you know, like I'm not trying to, you know, play off of someone else's, like obviously I take inspiration from people, but you know, it's, it's my, it's just my product, like my, my creation, you know? And yeah, I just got way too caught up in thinking about like, would they do this? Like, would you think eh, like, does this sound like, you know, but I was like, it doesn't matter. You know, it's, this is my, this is my stuff. This is time to, find a method that works for me and be proud of whatever method I choose, you know? Yeah. Damn. I just, uh, I'm going to fucking take that and write it down. <laughs> fucking put it on my wall and look at it every morning. <laughs> Dude. It, when I thought about that though, I always tell myself that like if I ever get in a loop where I try to compare what I'm doing or my final products to other people's, I just tell myself, you know, like that's theirs, like good for them. Like it's theirs sounds great, but this is my stuff. And you know, it sounds good too. It's just my stuff. It's different. Yeah, no, and, and a tendency has to be sometimes people can be really hard on themselves too because they don't think oh, yeah. that they're at that next level. But they're not the audience that are actually consuming consuming the information or the music or the media or whatever it is. And those people really are just like, oh, it's probably fucking fantastic. But you as a creator, you're like, nope, need to be better. <laughs> yeah, so many dude. people doing it so much better than I am. And like that's where people can, can, can kind of get like caught up in their own head. Oh, yeah. Man, anything creative, like you just hold it super personal. I know. You know, like really personal. So speaking of epiphanies, do some of your yeah. ideas for tracks just come when you're like totally not doing anything related to making music? Some, you know, like sometimes. Or anything and you're just sitting there and like, holy fuck, I thought <laughs> something <to> stick. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Like a lot of times I'll just sit down and I'll just like, so I, I work in Keyscape, this one plugin a lot. There's like really nice pianos and I'll just like fiddle. Like, honestly, like I'll have zero idea. I'll just sit, I'll just sit down. I'll be like, I'm just going to mess around with some piano today. 
And knowing like a lot of times I'll just sit down, zero idea. I have like the vibe I want to go for. Usually I have like a similar kind of feeling. I kind of want to keep under like that umbrella, you know, um, but I'll, I'll just fiddle. And if I get like a good base um, direction, I'll just go with that. Um, there's been rare occasions where I've had an idea in my head and then I've sat, I've sat down and really tried to make what was in my head. But then again, I've realized that when I like your mind's eye, and I think I said this before, like your mind's eye will always be a lot prettier than what you actually can do. You know, like what you envision will always be a little, little, a little out of reach, you know, like, like it's hard to, it's hard to explain, but you'll always have that next track in your head. That's like impossible to make with your current skill set, you know, but until the future, and then you'll have that other track in your head and you're just like always reaching for that next level. Um, but for me, it's just kind of been just like a fill, a fiddle and go with it kind of thing. And if I like what I've made, um, it's just like experimenting. And for me, experimenting is super powerful because I'll just sit down, I'll make something neat kind of just on accident, you know, and then I'll just build from that. I'll learn new techniques just randomly. Like that's kind of how I learned my process, just sitting down with no really like set like musical idea except that I know that I want to put this on like let's say like bedtime stories so I know like that is like the determining factor like okay it has to be that kind of vibe um but you know obviously like if I'm not working on those kind of projects if I just sit down and make anything that sounds cool I'll just go with it yeah that's a, that's awesome dude I'm in a, kind of in that like same boat where um things just things just come to me randomly I don't know. I'll, I'll just like be sitting somewhere. And when I'm actually trying to get something done, like that's sometimes when I just can't fucking think of anything. I'm just like looking at the same part, the same like 10 seconds of like a gap I need to fill. And yeah. then like right when I step away from the computer, I'm like, oh, because dude, like when you walk around in nature and you're just walking around outside and like looking at stuff and really off your phone and off of like social media and detached from mm-hmm. that, all that fucking like jargon and nonsense. Yeah. I feel like it all starts to like come together. I don't know. I'm, I've been having like a tough time. Um, been a little bit addicted to social media during the the pandemic i don't know by yourself but same dude oh fucking same there's there's just like like i think it's primarily just because like of the limited like actual like social interaction like that's kind of our only outlet that's our window into the social world right now is through the phone which is like sad but it is the reality like that's what i tell myself i'm like i'm on my phone a little bit too much but then again the entire world might be as well. So, you know, like, you know, like once we get out of this, like I know we'll get back to our old routines. Hopefully I won't be on it as much, but then again, like what else, what else is really to do right now, except work and, you know, Dude, I know. Imagine if you're like, imagine if you have like a couple million followers, like imagine how addicting it could be to just like always be on your phone and just like obsessive, like on all that stuff. Like even like the TikTokers now, dude, dude, Yes. And I don't know if that's a trap I want to fall in. Like, okay, like, going to the reason, like, you love, like, making music, do you know, like, what your purpose is, like, to make music, like, what your, like, end goal is? Just, like, inspire and motivate others through through your sounds or? I don't know. So, like, I've kind of been really thinking recently about, like, why I like to make music. Like, what about me makes me really into that kind of thing? And I've noticed, like, you can see over here, dude, like, see all those Legos? Like, I still have, like, a bunch of, like, old, like, like 2001 like lego batman lego star wars legos and i realized that i was really really into like drawing and making legos and i think my old like my core reason for all this stuff is that i love to create something that's my own you know from scratch and the feeling of 
working through the kind of like mental loops you got to go through to like convince yourself that what you're making is good. And it's, you know, it's like really, you know, anything, anything creation wise, it's just super personal, just like the given. Um, but for me, I, I love sitting down and making ideas and then making something that's finished that I knew that I know that I built myself. It, it's like a really empowering thing. Um, and like the high you get from that just feels great. Like I know for you, like when you finish a really good video or a really good like podcast session, it's like, it's yours, you know, no one else made it except for you. And it, and it feels really, really good. And like Legos for me, it was fun just to build like random spaceships when I was younger and, you know, play with them and stuff like that. And like, I guess it's like the same kind of concept, except it's a little more mature and it's not Legos, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like audio building blocks and they're all multicolored and, you know, it's, it's like that, it's, it's like that kind of thing, I think. Um, yeah. And then I guess with that, it's kind of turned into, you know, I'm creating more like cohesive story projects where like part two, like the bedroom photo, like the window in the photo, like part three, the artwork for part three is actually the image that's in that window, just with the person that was in the bed out the window. So it's kind of like progressing. And then part four might be like another snippet of that image to something else. And then the music, obviously, I mean, it's, I don't know. I've been trying to just make good music, music people enjoy. And the fun part is too, like when people message me, like you said, like it's fun to interact with people. And I, for me, it's really fun to kind of spread like what I've learned through my process to other people to kind of give them their edge and, you know, help, help them out as much as they can. Cause I know like when I had those moments of interaction with people I looked up to, it was really empowering to me as a creator to create, you know my own sound and my own music and continue and push through um yeah i just i just want to be an entity in the scene that's like positive and you know push people to do the best they can and yeah. you know have have no limit you know like and, and just also remember that i'm just like a 20 year old kid like i'm in college like i'm still like in accounting classes and doing like econ and like english like i'm not like some <laughs> some dude like like some like you know i'm just a kid like you know anyone can uh can, can get to this point you know it's it's just the work and the luck i guess and it's kind of just built from that core kind of yeah. idea and and i think you have to work really hard to get lucky and few get lucky just off of the basis of pure dropping something and it just exploding and going viral um yeah because even yeah. if someone like I don't know, for example, like the D'Amelio's, like they fucking run TikTok and I think they actually like probably run the internet right now. Like, yeah, you like worked hard to be good at dancing to like pop off, you know? So it's, it's not yeah. like, yeah. So it's not like it's all luck in the mix, but that's the, it's, the, that's it's the, like the, the initial, the initial skill that kind of yeah. helps get them that. Yeah. And do you ever think about there's areas of improvement in your music, but do you think like, okay, I could like work on strengthening my weaknesses or i could just really focus on what i'm good at and just like really go down that path and just like let myself just fully branch out in that specific aspect that's a good question um i mean yeah like i i've noticed too that the like you know the like over time like my sounds evolved and just like given that like just time equals more experience that i've kind of slowly been improving like on things i used to do and you know, a lot of it is just like production techniques like that. Those are, those are really essential to like improving my sound and, you know, like the final, the final end product, you know, 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously there's things like I want to get better at and like, like I'm, but I'm actually in a spot right now where I'm pretty happy with like what I've kind of created, but you know, there's, there's always better. Like my next goal is I want to make, I want to start like, I want to release a completely solo like EP or album that's not like lo-fi, but it's more I'm like my, that. dude, I want to do like a, I want to do like a chill, like atmospheric kind of project that's still like, like beats, but not like, I guess it'll be lo-fi, but I want to have vocals on it too. So it'd be like kind of a, an interesting hybrid. I don't know. I want to see where that goes. But Yeah, I'm excited because I know last time we spoke that you were talking about uh, playing around with different sounds. Um, yes. So who did that video for you, by the way? And the studio one? Yeah, on your profile. I thought that was really yeah. well made. It's my my buddy Josh. He uh he works for like this film company back. He goes to Mizzou. He's in my fraternity. He actually lives in my house. So it's super nice. He could just come downstairs and film right. for me. Um, you just recovered from COVID, right? Yeah, I had like a month ago, but it was honestly like it was easier than a normal cold. Like usually like a cold will like jack up my sinuses. Like like my ears are weird. Like one ear is a little more open than the other, like internally, like with my eustachian tube. So like whenever I get a cold, usually one ear is like really shut and one ear is just like normal. Um, but my sinuses were like not affected at all. I wasn't yeah. coughing, no dry throat, nothing. I was like a little more tired than usual and i lost my smell but i got my smell back i could still taste but like my taste was kind of limited because of my smell being gone but i didn't even think i had it like i my buddy came back positive and i was like oh shit okay and then i got tested and i was like i feel fine like no way i have it and they're like oh you came back positive i was like nice like 14 yeah. day quarantine yeah. um but honestly like I'm kind of glad I got it because, like, it made me work on music for 14 days straight. <laughs> so wait, so it was, what was the? So you weren't feeling anything, and then just like one day, did you just wake up feeling sick, or is it like did it just slowly yeah. kick in? Um, yeah. So I got tested, got the results, started quarantine, and then like three or four days in, I I noticed like my nose was kind of runny, and then the, then that went away, and then I felt like pretty normal, and then my smell just like turned off, like just like one morning when you woke up, or randomly in the day. I just realized like I, I was just during the day and I was like trying to smell things that usually are really strong. Like I have a diffuser in my room. That's like, just like shoots mint into the air. Just like makes my room smell like Christmas land. <laughs> and I could put my nose over that thing, like over the opening of the diffuser and not smell anything. Like I know if I did that with a normal sense of smell, I'd be, I'd be either high off my ass off some mint diffuser oil, or it would just be burnt. It would be burning. I could, I could go into our kitchen in the fraternity house, which sometimes gets really grimy and I wouldn't even know it smelled bad. And then some of the brothers would be like, dude, our kitchen smells like crap. I'd be like, I'd be like, Oh, nice. I didn't have any idea. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you know? So were you like walking around the house? Like, cause I, I bet your whole house probably had COVID. Well, at, at first, like before I got tested. Yeah. But then after I got tested, like I had to stay in my room as yeah. much as possible because yeah. we have a house mom and house dad and they're a little bit older. And the uh, last thing I want to do is get them sick, you know? Yeah. Damn, so like did everyone kind of go down the ship or most of your boys? Uh majority of the boys got it. Yeah. There were a few that that didn't. But then again, like you hear about Elon Musk who got tested four times and two came back positive and two came back negative. Yeah. It's like the tests are so like this whole COVID thing, man, has been so like weird. Like there's no definitive for anything. Like it's been really politicized in that aspect, but also with the tests, like they're just not accurate. But then 
it's just weird, man. Like, I'm pretty sure everyone, like, if I got it from that guy who my house who got it, and we weren't really, like, that close, unless he had it, like, when we were hanging out, like, weeks before, um, like, there's no way that everyone didn't have it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. One of my buddies, uh, he goes to Penn State, and they test, like, 1% of the student population every week. Really? And randomly, he got tested, and he was positive, but he literally didn't even show any symptoms. So he, he was just explaining to me there must be fucking thousands of people walking around every college campus with it that just have no oh, idea. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like, I don't know. I feel the whole thing is, is kind of, like, especially, like, in Illinois. Like, right now, there's, like, you can't eat inside restaurants, but it's stupid because you can attach a tent to your restaurant that is basically enclosed, you know? Like, yeah, there's a re- – it's the same thing. And honestly, it's probably worse. Like there's like these mega white tents, like attached, like literally just like little hallway into this big tent and the hallway just instantly seals to the restaurant. And there's probably like really poor ventilation in there, you know, like compared to the restaurant, you know, it's like, it's like, if you can't eat inside, like, why can't I eat inside a tent that's basically inside the restaurant? <laughs> I know, dude, it's the same and, thing. Because the tent and like, it's like, traps all the fucking warm yeah. air inside and everyone's breathing the same air. So it's so stupid. And, and like the whole thing where like where you need to wear a mask before you sit down, but once you sit down, COVID is, is isolated to your table. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what? Dude, these what? restaurants are like, just trying to survive because you have cities like New York that are completely going down the toilet. Like I think they're I don't know. I I don't know how these places are gonna be able to survive when like fucking December and January hit. It was just really yeah. cold out. There's no way. Um so you're from Chicago, right? Yeah, I'm I'm in the suburbs, yeah. Damn, dude, I'm like trying to move there. I think and come spring or move to Chicago really? and come spring. Yeah, so nice. My company is like fully remote now. Um, not sure when we'll be back in the office. And I have some friends out in Chicago, never been before. But what do you think of the city? It's nice. I mean, the city is great, but right now, like the city is just so sad. Okay. Like so it's, it's boarded up. There. Like it's it's not I mean, worth it right now. I'm not. Might as well wait. Uh, yeah. Like I mean, Chicago is still a nice city. It's just like given everything that's been happening, like with the riots, like before, like like Chicago is just boarded up to the max. Like Man. they're just like everything's just cardboarded up, wooded up, just because they're afraid someone's just gonna go crazy and destroy shit again. Which like, you know, shit happens. Like it happens, you know. But like my dad, he he used to work down there a bunch, and I asked him like, how's the city doing? Like how's it look? And he's like, it's just kind of depressing, you know. Like all the storefronts are just like you can't. It's just like apocalypse now type vibes you know like there was that period where they they like raised the bridges to the city because they wanted to keep uh, it with the people out of the city or in the city so they could i don't even know what the hell was going that's on that's crazy yeah it was it's a mess i mean every major city right now is just kind of in disarray and it's a given like there's no like there's really no right or wrong way to handle this stuff just because it's so foreign and like there's so much stuff going on just like socially and economically and politically right now that there's just like responses coming from every corner of the universe regarding like how we should live our lives um you know we've been through worse like we've been through a world war you know we've we've yeah like we've been through really bad shit before and people just like freak the shit out and they're like oh oh no like the world's gonna end i was like i hope you realize that like there was a period in time where every country in the world was basically fighting each other with bombs and guns like this is a virus like it's pretty easy to stay inside or you know just don't be an idiot like we'll be fine like 
it's not the end of the world. Like stuff will get better. And, you know, I've been trying to tell myself and like my friends to kind of a bleak outlook on it. It's just like, you know, it's really bad now. And usually it's like society is a cycle. Like, you know, there's really high ups and there's really low lows. And how do you, at the low lows, like equal, dude, hopefully or- to go up. How do you keep that equilibrium instead? Like not ride the highs too much and then not let the lows get you too much. Cause absolutely you're going to have like a period where there's like a week in your life where it's like the best week ever Then fucking the next like two months suck. So it's, um, yeah, it's tough on and not getting in that trap. Wait. So like really, um, in- interesting topic for myself and I just want to hear mm-hmm. like where your head's at. So you're, a, you're a senior right now, right? Junior. You're a junior. Holy shit. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you still got yeah. fucking like another year left. That's so awesome, dude. I'm jealous. Well, I have, I have an extra two because I, I, with my major, I, I need to be a fifth year. I need to do an extra year. Damn. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna ask. Yeah. You this, I'm, I'm gonna ask you the same question, even though you still got some time. Where do you okay. envision yourself in the next two years? And then where do you want to be in the next two years? So I guess they're about the same question. So like, wh- I guess like, what, where, you, where would you want to be in the next two years? Like, a, like as just a person, like a student type thing or like career wise, just like career wise, I guess. Like what's your, um, not like what's your goal out of school, but like, yeah, like, like where would you like to be in, in two years from now? Um, I mean, for music, I definitely want to start kind of releasing a lot more solo stuff, like kind of create my own, like I kind of create my own entity, but kind of finding a new kind of sound kind of going a little out of the box. I mean, as a, as a person, I mean, just be happy. <laughs> just like, don't let little shit get to me. Just, you know, ride life as, as it goes. Don't, don't over, overdwell on things that, you know, don't really matter. Um, Cause I tend to do that like just so much. Just like, I'm a very, like, I'm pretty sure I have OCD. Like I haven't been diagnosed, but just knowing how I am, just, I'm fairly it's, certain. That makes I what have. You, it makes you unique though. You know, like I, yeah, I like it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like for me as a creator too, like, it can be really frustrating because I won't stop until I think it's perfect. And then perfect for me is still not good enough. So I just go a little too far. Um, and, and in a way that's, it's really beneficial because, you know, I refine it so much that I feel better about it. Um, but you know, it's just like my, I've changed my mindset about things. Like I used to be a really negative back in high school. Like I let, I just let all the negative thoughts just like overwhelm me and just control like my perspective on life. And, the older I've gotten and the more experience I've gotten, the more people I've surrounded myself with, I've realized like, you know, life really ain't that hard. It's all like how you approach it and like the steps you take to make yourself happy. You know, like everyone always thinks like with the music stuff, I went from no one, nothing to now. And it really wasn't that difficult. I just, just, I just did things. I I just did certain things and it, things just worked out. That you wanted to um, do though at the end of the yeah. day right it's like what you yeah, wanted yeah. to do what felt natural to you and it's not just like following someone else's path oh yeah 100 percent. just like my own little my own little road that i took you mm-hmm. know um and i'm just like you know for me like right now i don't really have like any like set vision i just want to go with the flow and just see where life takes me because i've seen what two years or, or a year can do um and how much change how much positive change i can see in that amount of time um yeah, I mean, obviously, I want to get way more professional with like my like my my music stuff. Like, I'm probably gonna have a manager like within the next like month or so to help me with securing bigger deals. Like, you know, just helping run my my music more professionally, stuff like that. Would um, you um for management wise, or 
is there like a specific manager for like the lo-fi space where you get get someone that like could manage someone like chris like like fisher or just even someone in fucking um other genres still uh right now i'm talking to this guy who manages a guy i've worked with um he doesn't manage a bunch of people but he like we talked like, like literally a day ago and it's also like this isn't set in stone like we were talking and it went really well yeah and i think like given like what he wants to accomplish and what i want to accomplish we, we most likely probably will end up probably working together like that's cool you know set um we didn't like obviously say that when we were talking but it's it kind of hinted towards that you know it's going down the right way so we we he's actually from like really close to where i actually grew up in germany so it was kind of neat to like have that kind of connect yeah it's um, awesome, bro. yeah i mean i just need like to take it all off my shoulders because everything that's happened in music has just been me and like my dad's helped me with like like it's some advice like financial like you know contractual like paperwork type stuff but i need to like take the take some of the workload off my shoulders and also get input from a professional you know professional input from someone who has a lot of experience in more business side of it you know yeah absolutely bro yeah. I, I totally relate to that um so when you were talking about there's highs and lows yeah is there anything that helps you get out of those lows um or those ruts, I would say. Yeah, the biggest thing is that I just tell myself that I've gotten out of them before. You know, like there's no reason why I can't now. Like, it's not like exactly like force yourself to get out of them. Just accept that you know there are lows and there are highs. Like that is life. Um, and just acknowledging that you will get out of them. Like the highs will last a certain amount of time and there'll be lows, but that's expected. You know, you just gotta you gotta accept the fact that you know like life isn't a constant high. Like it's a roller coaster and you got to embrace the roller coaster. Cause I feel like the more I've embraced that process, the more, the more frequently I have better moments, you know? Yeah. Um, Cause like if I embrace the highs so much and then when the lows come, I'm just like in, in, in tears, just like shit, like, oh. like then I'll just like kind of be in a weird cycle that like when I get the highs, I'll just like get little, little, I'll just like dwell too much on the better moments versus just embracing the now and kind of just accepting that, you know, that's what happens. Um, and I've had moments where I've been just like really not creative, like hit a wall. Um, and then just one day I just sit down and I make something crazy. And then from there, I just keep on making cool shit. Like part two came out of nowhere. Like when I made that one, I was in a really weird rut. And then I made one track and I was like, okay, like this sounds kind of cool. Like I use some new methods, like this works out. And then I just kept on doing that. And then I kind of came out of this rut and I just finished a whole album and then the album did really well. And it was kind of proof to me, like, you know, like I can come out of like basically zero creative flow to like total, like total output, be really happy with what I'm making type things. Um, but then like, even like not music related, just like when I'm not working on music, I'm just like living. Um, it's just like, you know, I guess it's a little different than creating. It's just, you know, I guess like you obviously embrace the, embrace the good moments, you know, make the best out of the good moments, but also make the best out of the lows, you know, like you know, even the lows aren't that bad. Like the lows I've noticed are more so how you perceive them, you know, like, yeah. like stress, like stress is like an instinctual thing. Like we react to tests, like I took a test like a week ago that I'm pretty sure I did really bad on. And I was, I was worried about it for such a long time. I'm like, you know what? It's out of my control. Like whatever yeah, happens, happens. Like thing, I've, I've made it this far. Like I can, I can figure it out. You know, it's a lot of it is just perception. Like your, your mind is what holds you down the most it's like your it's like your biggest benefit but also your biggest enemy sometimes and it's just like being able to control that and harness it you know